Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw. I'm here with Jeff Adam, who is the Vice President of Sales for Down Under Answers. Now, why are we talking to Jeff? Well, Jeff and I just got back from an amazing familiarization trip that Down Under Answers did to Australia, specifically to Cairns and Brisbane. And I got to tell you, it was one of the most amazing trips I've done. It was, the only problem is it was too, too quick. We were really stuffed a lot of stuff in. And I want to talk about this trip. Uh, it was a, a you know, wonderful trip. We had eight, eight different travel advisors on the trip and me. Uh, the token media guy and so we're going to talk to Jeff about the trip how it transpired and also what he he expects out of it and and how he thinks it benefits travel advisors and you're going to hear all about that and more on insider travel report Now, Jeff, first of all, we're, we should be like, we're, we're both jet lagged to heck. I mean, we're 14 hour, but here we are. We're actually at another conference, actually at Travel Leaders. Uh, we were both, and this is sort of the end of that conference, but I did want, and we were supposed to interview in Brisbane, but my battery power ran out, so, so, so goes it. But we're here, and we're gonna kind of rehash this trip. Now, how did this trip come about? Well, the whole concept was to get agents down. We, of course, with Australia opening up, we wanted to make sure that we had key agents down there. And of course, getting yourself down there as well, Jim, to kind of report on that whole process. We had advisors from every major consortia join us. Mm -hmm. And it was all about, one, getting them to experience what Brisbane has as a gateway city. Exciting news when we were down there, of course, um, United Airlines offering direct flights now from Los Angeles. Starting in October from uh, uh, San Francisco to Brisbane. Right? Exactly, yeah. So that's kind of, that's really exciting news. So the whole purpose was kind of get in there on the, on the, on the front of, of Brisbane. And it really is, Brisbane itself is an amazing gateway to Australia. In fact, just starting there with that, when you talk about Brisbane as a gateway, you look at Sydney, when you think of Australia, people think of the iconic Sydney Harbour Bridge, the Opera House. And of course, Sydney is, is a, a destination that most people I think will uh, will actually be drawn to but what I enjoyed about Brisbane was that it's got a, a wonderful feel it's really the true quintessential Australian country town come city I mean it's it's a city it's which a, it's a beautiful city and it's getting built up now because it's actually going to be the host of the uh, 2032 Olympics which I didn't realize when I got there I guess I should have realized that and they are building new new centers new buildings and it's a really beautiful little city right on the river the Brisbane River it has its own story bridge which is not quite as big as the Sydney Harbour Bridge but still lovely at night and so that's that was the kind of thing but we also we actually started in Cairns we right we did of course we actually flew through to Cairns. We, we kind of left Brisbane to last on this one, but getting up to Cairns, we were only there for three nights, but we did two very much, well, in terms of when you go to the great, when you go to Cairns, it's all about seeing the Great Barrier Reef. So our first day, I had James out here, first day we're out, we're diving on the Great Barrier Reef. And I was diving even though I don't dive. They actually have a program where they'll hold on to you and, and let you dive with all the dive equipment. And I did two dives on the Great Barrier Reef. It's yeah. pretty astounding. The lovely people at Ocean Free, and Ocean Freedom is the company we worked with, and uh, 70 this boat only took 70 I think we had about 65 on our group yeah. and you really felt the connection it was uh, there's a great deal of you know, hands-on with staff um, you've got you didn't have to be a diver you could snorkel and you didn't have to snorkel for that matter they had a glass bottom boat at one point they take you to a coral case so you can actually have your feet on terra firma and you're looking around you are on the edge of the continental shelf of Australia you've got nothing but reefs surrounding you the 
what the good report there is the, the Great Barrier Reef, it's alive and healthy. And where we were, we got a chance to see yeah, all we sorts heard of all these rumors that it was all dead. It was not. Hello, my goodness me, we saw all sorts of fish. Well, I was t we had turtle we were swimming with yeah. and some amazing fish. I mean, it was just fabulous, absolutely fabulous. And it was a great experience just that my first day to do this on Great Barrier Reef. And we were staying at a marvelous boutique hotel, the Flynn, uh, which is part of uh, the Crystal Brook. Crystal, Crystal Brook. And they have three hotels in, in Cairns, and they're all very unique. They all got great restaurants. Oh, nice. And so we got to do that. So that was the first day, and you know, what, what can be better? And the next day we went up and did the rainforest. Okay, we did, we went from there, because this is where the Great Barrier Reef, which of course is a World Heritage listed reef, and it's actually, it collides with the Daintree Wilderness Rainforest. Now that, again, World Heritage listed. Yeah. Um, the night before we went to a restaurant, though, I want to pick, remember that, the Oka restaurant? Yeah, that was one, oh, that, and I have a, actually a video that's coming out on that restaurant, oh, uh, because it's a sort of Australian cuisine. What is Australian cuisine? Well, you're gonna have to watch that video to find oh, out, but okay. it was an amazing, amazing restaurant. Stay tuned, because the guy Craig, I used to actually run a restaurant with Craig back in 1986 we ran a restaurant at the snow at Mount Buller and uh, I've been following Craig's progress this is the only restaurant that I actually go out of my way to promote now what's the name again I'm sorry. it's called the ochre the ochre the ochre restaurant and uh, and ochre is actually an indigenous color of red that's used by Aboriginal people now the food is essentially a whole infusion of Australian Aboriginal food sources so a little kangaroo there little kangaroo we had a, 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 and it was delightful quite I'll just say that off but uh, yeah wait till you see James's report on that I think you'll enjoy um, the next day of course yeah, we had the chance to actually have a, a very much an indigenous infusion. We actually went up into the, the Daintree Wilderness Rainforest. We went to a place called Mossman Gorge and we took, we had the whole smoking ceremony, the welcome to country, which is delightful. Yeah, we had an indigenous person who, who uh, gave us a, a little presentation, which was, and also welcomed us with the, the, right. the, the fire and all that. Ben, that was Ben. He had really curly hair and he was telling us how the, 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 the hair makes his hair, his, the, the tropics make his hair go curly. And it's, <laughs> it was a character, it was quite the character. We went from there, we met up with Binner. And Bino was an artist. Well, an first, we went up into the rainforest, oh, and like that, we went up to the beautiful with this beautiful st stream with Mossman rapids, Mossman Gorge. Yeah. You could have s s done some swimming up there oh, if absolutely. you want. Went over some bridges. It's a beautiful, beautiful country, and, and and we went up into the gorges. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Now that whole day experience, of course, was organised. It was all about it's about kind of immersing yourself and getting getting to know the local people. And while we were there, we caught up with Bina, and Bina's a local Aboriginal guide, yep. and uh, he's a wonderful artist. A bit of a sense of humor too. Yeah, he's, a, he's 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 got amazing. He sort of does painting in little dots around, and he he taught us a little art. He did. Right? We all got a chance to have a, a, a. Well, I think we did pretty well too as a group. I think our art as a collective. I, 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 I wasn't that you know, inspired, but I, I tried. I tried. Believe I me. Would, I would, let me, Jim. I, I keep my money in the pocket, mate. I'm not going <laughs> to buy yours. Let me tell you right now. But I would no, buy yours. <laughs> I turned out okay. I was, some experience, I suppose. But then that night. We went back and we tried the Bailey and the CC's restaurant. Which is a, a wonderful steakhouse, just a superb steakhouse. It's been recognized and, and get, gotten awards. Right? Absolutely. And what's impressive there, with the Crystal Brook Group, with all their restaurants, they've designed them, all, while they're within a hotel, they've designed them as standalone restaurants. So the restaurant scene in Cairns is just buoyed up. And i got to say, it was one of my big takeaways for Cairns this time around. When you think of Cairns, that whole tropical north Queensland, a lot of people think of, they think of going further north. And we actually went through an area called Palm Beach with some great accommodations. We also went through 
Port Douglas as well. It's lovely. I mean, so it's gorgeous. They're all gorgeous. But now Cairns itself, um, Crystal Brook, the company itself, has has definitely put a new shot in the arm of Cairns. And I can tell you right now that their standard, their accommodation, the quality of the accommodation, because you went and checked out Riley. You saw Riley, which is the third hotel, and they have a wonderful bar uh, that it's, it's a, roo a rooftop bar yep. uh, that's in a same sort of a cylinder building that has rooms as well. Right? And gorgeous views. Everything, all these properties though, are so close to the Esplanade. They're right where it's all happening. I think that's not, not beaches, but they have. They're right in the Esplanade. Exactly, yeah. And the Esplanade is just a waterway. There's a lovely swimming pool area at the front. It's close to where all the shops are, all the restaurants. I like the Flynn where we stayed because that one actually folded right out onto the Esplanade and gave a feeling that you were actually a part of the action. And, and there's a lot of action. There's a lot of action going on there. We, well, I mean, honestly, I felt like we were there for, for, for a week. It was, it, was a, it was a great, great visit. And then, of course, we got on a, on a, on a flight. Uh, and flew up on, on uh, Qantas and we flew up to Brisbane. Right? That's right, and Brizzy, um, I used to live in Brisbane, so it was kind of fun to step in, and, but it's amazing to see how it's, un Brisbane itself, like I suggested earlier, it's, it's like a big country town, but it's still got a, it is a major city. I mean, it, it sits on this on this river that kind of serpents through the city itself. And it, access wise, it's a very walkable city. Um, you've got great access with ferry as well as by foot. Um, and, and then just, from there, we had a chance to actually meet a lot of local operators. They we, put on. We went, we went to a, a coffee place. What, what was it called? Uh, we actually, it's a, it's a, a, a wine bar. It's wine a, bar. I'm sorry, wine bar. We did the wine bar and 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 met all these other uh, Australian suppliers. And then we have a marvelous meal there with him. What was it called? What the name was it? It's, it's it's called the it's a city winery. It's city a, city winery. That's, yeah, that's right. Awesome. And and I there's an interview with him uh, that you'll be seeing. So that that's that's great to be there. I it was incredible first night in Brisbane. And then the next day, what did we do? Oh, we actually went to Tangaluma. Yeah, well, actually, before that, I'll just say where we stayed the first night was Adina, which was oh, a nice. lovely thing. It's in a restored building. Yep. It was quite nice, and I interviewed uh, the sales director there. That's fine. And then the next night, we actually stayed at the Vincent. Vincent's actually another one of the Crystal Brook properties, right. and that was just a magic night. And we had, yeah, that. and then, then we went across to Tangaluma. Yeah, and Vincent is all art. It's all about the, it was an amazing stay, yeah. and, and we really, it was a wonderful time in, in Brisbane. And then we went out, as you said, to Tangaluma, which is on this island, right? Yeah. So Morton Island, which is one of the sec it's the second largest sand island in the world, and uh, just a short little you know, 75 minutes across to there, and we. Um, we were, they, they had us in helicopters flying up, spotting dugong. ATVs. ATVs. We went ATVing around the island, and uh, we they had planned for us a little bit of dolphin watching, but unfortunately that dolphin watch. I did see some dolphins, but they're supposed to come up right, and you can feed them. But that night was a little rough and a little cold, so yeah. the dolphins said, "No, we're not going to come out." So we had a bit of a barbecue that night and a bit of a an Australian shinding. But the beautiful thing about Tangaluma is it's it's and, and much of Brisbane too was the fact that it's very much patronised by Australians. This is where Aussies go on vacation and because of that as you know, Americans here we are you want to kind of send your clients to a place where they're going to have this immersive experience. Tangaluma was just full of families, couples, people out there exploring, um, you can full drive ATV, all sorts of actions and, and the other thing too on sunset the sun of course is setting in the east so therefore oh, it's beautiful. The sunset's set in the west rather so we're in the east rather looking out across the ocean so it was just delightful. And it's only an hour by boat uh, from Brisbane. And I know that we've, we've missed out on something here, we miss out on the koalas that we had. Oh, How could I miss on the koalas? We went to Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary and that, oh, hard to believe I can miss on on that one. Yeah, and we actually, they take you, you see the koalas 
I actually got to hold a koala and I, I interviewed, that's another interview that's coming up, uh, which will be uh, uh, with the koala uh, education person or whatever, uh, marvelous, marvelous woman. And I didn't know what was to come. And what was to come right after that was we're going to be in this area that's all fenced in that all the kangaroos and the wallabies are. And they, you give little pellets to them and they come right up to you. And it's just, I mean, I was blown away. I, got I know you've got some amazing footage there, you've got some great photographs, but for clients that coming to, Austra coming to Australia, the only place in Australia that you can actually, the major city that you can actually hold a koala is is Queensland in, in Brisbane and also Adelaide in South Australia, but Queensland, I mean really Brisbane's like the gateway to Australia's wildlife scene because it sits right on the doorstep of... It's also not too far from the outback, it's not too far from, from you know, Queensland and the Great Barrier Reef, it's Excellent. just a flight away, but that was a marvellous experience that I couldn't believe I, I forgot about, but then that last day before I had to leave, we did do a wonderful walking tour all around uh, Brisbane and that was Walk Brisbane and, and your, the guide was fantastic, she owns yeah. the company. Oh, she does a, a marvellous job and of course giving great insight. I mean Brisbane itself has, uh, has just grown up so much but there's such history and uh, just walking through the gardens and learning a bit about the buildings. And there's so much going on. There's hotels that are popping up. State, so as you mentioned. I got to tell you it was a marvelous marvelous trip. Anything we've forgotten? No I think we've I think we've covered it pretty well. I, I, I will say um, the indigenous experience also in Brisbane was. That was right we forgot about that. The indigenous with it, it, it's it's a it's a not a not a happy story but a very important story to tell about how the aboriginal uh, people were treated even up until the 80s sadly. Yeah so what, what we've done there with tourism is basically, I mean tourism is a vehicle in which to, to kind of repair bridges and provide opportunity for, for some reconciliation and I think the, the, the advent of having the Indigenous experience within Brisbane is something that's opened up the eyes not only of the Australians but also of people who are coming to Australia. It's something we're very aware of and it's important, I think it's an important part of the role of travel advisors in promoting destinations. It's all about bringing awareness and, and therefore bringing change and that's an important part I think of, and of tourism. This is having Australia just having opened up, they were marvelous, they all were very welcoming, not that they aren't always welcoming, but uh, particularly, you know, people who hadn't seen tourists in a while, like our, our friend on, on, the, on the dive boat, uh, yeah. they had not really had much business, and here we are, and we're travel advisors who are going to hopefully send their clients, I think after this trip, they definitely will. Yeah, you know what was good, just going back to that dive that experience on the boat, was our, the travel advisors that were with us were quick to point out that while we felt we were getting good service, we were being well looked after, they were also very observant of what was happening to the clients on board. And it was interesting to see how every client that went out there, they managed to achieve something perhaps that might have been, well, maybe they didn't expect to be a dive. And, and, Never did. And, and then all of a sudden, by the end of it, you're diving. It's like... I'm, I'm, I'm Diver Dan now. I mean, that's it. I'm, 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 I'm Patty. I'm not... They don't certify you. That's, but they, they do say you, you, you did a dive. It's the first time in my life, except for maybe a pool, club med pool, that I've done that and actually been down in... in one of the most famous dive areas yeah. in the world. Every person that was on that vessel, no matter what their level of experience was, they managed to achieve something that they hadn't set out to achieve, and I think that makes for a great vacation. No, it's a, an experience they'll look back on fondly, as you Absolutely. will. You know? Well, Jeff, I want to thank you once again. It was a marvelous, marvelous trip, uh, and now here we are back in the States trying to remember all this, and again, I would, next time, you get next, you got the next trip, we'll, we'll go on the next one. Absolutely. Oh, you're definitely welcome, let me tell you. And so are you, agents out there. If you're interested in, in coming away on some of our familiars, by all means get in contact with Down Under Answers, Africa Answers and Asia Answers and we'd love to be your answer for your next trip down under. And what's your URL, URL for the company? Oh, it's, it's www.duatravel.com. Jeff, again, thanks very much. I'm James Schillinglaw and this is Insider Travel Report. <laughs>